Hello and welcome to Anchor Point, the daily podcast of the First Colony Church of Christ in Sugarland, Texas. I'm Grant Wright, the Outreach and Missions Minister. Thanks for joining us today. So today I want us to dive into Luke chapter 11, where we see Jesus' disciples are coming to him and they're asking him to teach them to pray. Now this is an interesting request because these are Jewish men who know about prayer, you know, like many of us. We, we know about prayer, and these guys, when they're growing up, they're going out throughout their weeks, they're praying before meals, uh, at the beginning of Sabbath, when they go to the synagogues. You know, again, many of us are familiar with this idea of prayer too, but here they are asking Jesus to teach them to pray. But there was something very different about what they saw in Jesus. They watched Jesus pray, and it looked like his prayer actually mattered to him. You know, he looked forward to prayer. He longed for for prayer. And in fact, in Luke chapter 11, this is the fifth time that Luke mentioned that Jesus has been in prayer. Somehow, for Jesus, prayer was feeding his soul like food fed the disciples' stomachs, and they wanted to know God like that. So they asked him, teach us to pray. Now let's listen to what he said. When you pray, say, Father, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, give us each day our daily bread, forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us, and lead us not into temptation. This is the prayer commonly referred to as the Lord's Prayer. And here Jesus takes his disciples' request of how to pray, and he totally revolutionizes the way they understand who they are praying to. Today I want you to be reminded of who God is and the kind of communion for which you have been created. You ready? All right, let's dive in. Here we go. All right, so Jesus... When, when, do, when we pray, he says, pray to your Father. Say, Father. All right, now, in order to feel the weight and the wonder of that, we need to put it in context in the biblical context. All right, so across the 39 books in the Old Testament, Father, as a title for God, is only used 15 times. 15 times in the entire Old Testament. Now, none of those usages are in reference to praying to God as Father. We don't see that picture anywhere in the Old Testament. But when you turn the pages into the New Testament, we have a whole new picture. Once you open up the pages, you see right there in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus is teaching the Lord's Prayer. And then through the rest of the Gospels, we're seeing this from Matthew all the way through John, just in the Gospels alone. God is referenced as Father 165 different times. 165 times! That is a stark contrast to the 15 times in the Old Testament. Now this title for God bursts onto the scene in a whole new way. Now what is interesting is that in all but one of those instances, Jesus only uses the title for God when he is teaching his disciples. 
The only exception was in Matthew 23:19, where he's teaching his disciples, and he also mentions that the crowd is there as well. But all of the other 164 are in the context of Jesus talking to only his disciples. So the picture we have in the New Testament is that if we are followers of Jesus, we have the right, the honor, the privilege, and the blessing of calling God our Father. See, think about the picture of God that we see in the Old Testament. Sovereign, creator, his attributes like Lord, Yahweh, King. And here Jesus says, you can call him Father. Abba, Father, Dad, Daddy. I mean, this is massive. This is monumental. So J.I. Packer, in his book, Knowing God, says, What is a Christian? The richest answer I know is that a Christian is one who has God as Father. If you want to know how well a person understands Christianity, find out how much he makes of the thought of being God's child and having God as Father. If this is not the thought that promotes and controls his worship and his prayer and his whole outlook on life, it means he does not understand Christianity very well at all. End quote. So prayer... Prayer revolves around knowing, loving, and being with God as Father. Yes, many of us know about prayer, but do we know the one we are praying to? I hope just as Jesus revolutionized how the disciples prayed, this will be a reminder to you as you spend time with your Father who loves you so much. May you know God as Father. May you love him as father. May you long for him as father. As we close our time, let's close in a word of prayer. And we pray, God our Father, thank you for making us your children. Thank you for making a way for us through Jesus to have unhindered access to the throne of God. We thank you for the privilege and the joy to call you our Father. Draw our hearts close to you, and in the process, cause your name to be hallowed through our lives. It's in the powerful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us today. If you haven't done so, make sure to subscribe, share this with others. Now go enjoy some time with your Father.